Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Give your loved ones the gift of warmth and happiness with an original Miki Couture blanket. Whether you need a gift for your family, co-workers, or friends, they all need to stay warm and cozy this holiday season. Our incredibly soft blankets are the perfect gift to celebrate the holidays at any budget. Show them how much you care with a blanket from Miki Couture that will be remembered forever. Begin your holiday shopping at softminkyblankets.com or your nearest Miki location. Welcome to another edition of The Dose Podcast, the documentary history podcast, a bibliotherapy podcast that caters to documenting the stories of women and girls who are victims and survivors of sexual and gender-based violence. Bibliotherapy being a, a literary means of healing through books and other forums. Here we'll be documenting stories of women and girls and also open their stories would serve as an avenue for other women and girls to heal. My name is Ololadi Ajayi and I am the host for Document History podcast. Um, our sponsors, the Goldstein Center for Human Rights uh, in the University of Nebraska, Hinoma. We say thank you very much for supporting our work. Um, please visit them also. Documenta History Podcast. Uh, our website is www.documentahistorypodcast. If you have stories that you want to drop, please contact us. Drop us a message on the website and also on our social media and use Documenta History Podcast on Twitter, those podcasts, and on Instagram as well. Thank you. Today I have a young girl, a girl aged 11 years old, who's going to be telling our story. Um, a story and a mother's story of um, sexual violence. Um, a mother is lit, may God rest her soul. Unfortunately, um, before we could step in, a mother is a um, mother was sick and she eventually died. And a mother had been going through a um, series of domestic violence and sexual violence at the end of um, this girl's stepfather before she died and um, we had to rescue her currently she's in the shelter and um, we had to document our story and she really really wants to document our story because she believes our story can also help other girls in certain in such situations to open up hi my darling girl hi ma. how are you today fine ma. okay do you know why you are here Yes, because I want other girls in my situation to learn from my story and so that they can speak and 
receive help. Okay, that's wonderful. Um, a little history. Um, before she tells the story herself, um, she is um, what we describe as an endangered child because of um, this situation, the abusive um, environment. Um, she had been exposed to, um, would I say, adult content. And um, according to her, she, she, she had witnessed all of the things her mother told her about. Um, so that um, history does not repeat itself, um, we had to quickly step in and, and take her from the environment pending when the government gets a, um, um, a place for her or a legal guardian from her mother's side or her um, biological father's side steps forward um, for her. Okay. So you had tell me, um, tell me a bit about how you started living with your stepfather. It's when I was a girl, a little girl. You're still a little girl. How old? When I was a a little child, I was two years old that time. So my mom took me from from my village to the Lagos. So. So I came to live with my stepfather and I was there with him. He was taking care of me and my mom was living with him and I married and I was still staying with him. But I learned you had other children. Yes. And then you, you also have a sister. Yes, I have a sister. That your mother had for him. Yes. But um, how about your own father? Did she tell you about your own biological father before no, she died? No, no, no. Wow, so you don't know anything about him? Yes. Your name and your surname? Yes. That's a bit of work. I hope we'll be able to get to the roots of that. <laughs> because, I mean, we're documenting history. We hope someday we'll be able to, you know, help you find history, find out about your father. Um, but that's not the reason why we're here today. We are here today to document the history of um, your, you, you witnessing um, the violence that was meted out on your late mother and also why you had to speak up so that um, other girls in the situation will receive the kind of help that you have received as well. So, um, can you tell me about the violence that your mother experienced um, before she passed on and, and why? Yes, because when my stepfather is demanding for sex of my mom, my mom sometimes she's sick and um, she's not well feeling well. So my mom will will refuse of sex and he will beat up my mom, he will slap her, he will do sort of things to her. So my mom started Getting sick. How did you know this? How how are you privy to this knowledge? How did you know about this? Because I experienced it. I saw it when he was demanding for sex of my mom. So that was it. Oh, you, you 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 used to see them. 
yes i used to see them when because we are in the same room we sleep together in the same room we sleep at the floor Oh, I see. So, all, all of you sleep in the same one room. You sleep. All, all of you sleep on the floor together. Yes. So the kids can see when he's asking her for sex and she's refusing and he's beating her up. Yes, ma. Oh, that's exposing children to oh, gross. That's that's so gross. I don't know the level of how to describe that. Um, experience. Don't do this to your kids. Don't let them see it. No, it's improper. Um, can you can you tell me about a sickness? You said she was sick before she died. What do you know about her sickness? Mm, sometimes she used to cough. Blood will come out from her mouth. And when she's coughing? Yes. And she will be weak and tired. And she can't stand up very well like that. And in all of this period, he was still he was still beating her up. Sometimes. Yes, sometimes. <laughs> ah, you see, can someone is still asking for sex from you? Oh my gosh. Okay. Ah, this is getting harder by the minutes. Um. So what happened on the day that she died? How did she die? What happened? Is when. Um, when my stepfather told me that we should not disturb her and we should not on the telly, that we should leave her, that she may be okay. And he gave her medicine. That's what he told me. He gave her medicine to sleep. And we should not, we should not um, disturb her. And a foam was coming out from her mouth. Wow, like... She was foaming at the mouth? Yes, she was foaming at the mouth, yes. So when you saw that, what did did you do? I shouted out for help. I called up my neighbor, so my neighbors respond. And came and told you she was dead? Yes. What about your stepfather in all of this? My stepfather was not around. He went out. Before or after she had died? Yes. When? After she had died? No, since in the morning. Okay. He went out. So, but, but he went it, to tell him? No. Nobody went to tell him. It's me. I went to go and find him. And I saw him, and I saw him in his friend's shop. And I told him that a form was coming out from my mom's mouth. And I came to the house. And... Ina said that my mommy was already dead and he went out back. He said that he's coming. Since that time, he did not come again. Wow. After she died, he left? Yes. And he left you people in the house? Yes. You and the other kids? Yes. He didn't come back that same day? Yes, ma'am. Oh, so you were with your mother's body in the house? Yes, ma'am. That's scary. <laughs> how would a grown-up do that? So then how, how what, what then happened with your mother's body? So, um, our neighbors came out in the evening and contributed money. So my stepfather came back from where he went to and my neighbors told him that, so your wife died and you can't even tell us. So he now 
father said that no that he don't want any trouble and he con- and my neighbors contributed money so the second day he now called a box and they took my mommy to a cemetery a burial ground place and buried my mom happened on the next day yes that was on 27 of january 2022 the date is even engraved in your head let me give you all i'm so sorry for all that happened to you thank you about all that that you have gone through all that you have witnessed in your young age that you were not supposed to have witnessed um so then what did you do how did you get here how did we get how did you know about us how did we get here is when I went to my church and I told my pastor wife that my mom was dead. She now said that she already knew she already knew that my mom was there because my neighbors told her. She now said that she's sorry for for my mom was dead. She she is very very sorry and our and my my. My pastor husband called me. Okay, that's her husband. Okay. Yes, my pastor husband called me and I told him everything. He now said that he's going to, he's going to find a way for me. He's going to find a place for me to stay, so I can't stay there because of what I told him. I experienced mm. that he don't want yeah. any sexual abuse. Oh, yes. Bad. I'm so glad somebody was able to step up for you and um, some, somebody was able to help you to rescue you because when we heard about it and um, when I heard about it and I just knew that I had to ask first because there had been history of sexual violence so, so I told him that uh, it's better you're with your legal guidance and in the, in the meantime um, it's better you are in the care of the government because um, when there's history of sexual abuse um, from a partner to you know between husband and wife, yes, and there's are. a child that is with um, is amongst them that is not the child of that man. Okay, there's usually history that um, and data reviews that there's usually abuse. So um, I'd rather you be with your mother's family member or in the care of the government in the meantime. Okay. Um, I'm glad that we have been able to put in a, um, a temporary shelter, hoping that the government will take over the situation. And um, before then, um, anyways, I'm just glad that um, we're able to help um, this girl, and I'm hoping that um, from the shelter she will get to have a better future, a better life, and education, and you know, Amen. just be better generally. And um, pray that you have people to hold your hands all through and i don't need to promise i know that i'm going to be with you all through thank you um thank you to my darling girl thank you for telling your story your story is documented and is going to be helping other girls to speak up in their situation thank you for coming thank you you're welcome um thank you our listeners um please tell your stories on document our history podcast and um we are going to be reading a poem a poem about little girls who had endured 
such situations. Um, but in the meantime, please visit our um, website, www.documentaryhistorypodcast, and also um, that of our um, sponsors, that is um, the Ghostin Center for Human Rights at the University of Nebraska in Omaha. So I'm holding my book with the paper, a collection of satiric poems, and I'm trying to see what poem I can read for the little girl here. What poem fits her most? I know there's a poem about a girl, but I think it was um, a poem for um, a victim of um, child child marriage. So it might not fit her, but if you want to write a poem about um, this kind of issue, please you're welcome to drop your poems on our website or also on our social media pages. That is um, the Dose Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you, Mom. I love you, you, Mom. I love you too, girl. So I'm going to be reading a poem titled Little Art for You. Listen carefully and I hope that you love it. Okay. Fret not, little heart, even as your car is being invaded by aliens named angels. With your eyes closed and breath itched, it paints a dark, a dark graffiti in the barrier of your sanity. Weep not, little heart, even as a silent war builds you a defense with a shield of morals and a sword of words chanting our heart's slogan. That was a poem I, I said it was written for um, the little girl. I'm going to be welcoming poems, and um, I mean poems generally from 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 you listeners that it was written for this girl for the story that she just told. Um, I expect to read it in other episodes. Please stay safe. If you see something that is not right, please talk to someone, the authority. Thank you. See you same time next week. Bye. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co.